This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, we're starting the day with some red and corn and soybeans. What are we expecting coming into this Monday? Well, we saw kind of some uh, some real choppy markets after the USDA report uh, last week. It uh, was down, then it was uh, back up, then it was down. Uh, finished uh, strong on uh, on Friday, so I wasn't surprised that we'd see a little back and fill uh, to start today. But you're seeing some pressure come into these uh, into these macro markets, and that does put some pressure onto uh, onto our markets. So with the crude being down uh, a buck and a half, you've got the uh, the Dow, the S and P down. Uh, gold is down after a big uh, big move higher so you gotta be careful about uh, about these markets they do uh, they do get uh, a little bit choppy here uh, as we go into the winter months uh, but I mean this is kind of what this is more of what we've seen for the last few months anyway so at this point uh, we're just kind of at home in these ranges that we've been trading. You know, and it's not just us. I mean, thankfully, I mean, if you're going to be in their misery, loves company, and you know, the rest of the global marketplace hasn't been that great either. Right. Yeah. And and we look at uh, like the uh, Brazilians are, have not uh, have not been uh, pre-selling soybeans uh, this year. This will be the second or third year in a row that they've done that, where they they're concerned about the potential for a La Nina. So they've only uh, they've only marketed a little bit, uh, and you know. Right now, it doesn't look like La Nina is going to have a major issue in Brazil. It's probably more so of an issue in, in Argentina. It's been very dry. They've been very behind on uh, on planting with corn. They haven't even really started planting soybeans at this point because it's been so dry. So there's all sorts of problems everywhere. We know that uh, China and and uh, and the EU have their uh, their economic issues. We know that obviously the Russia-Ukraine uh, situation is going on. No, uh, uh, no deal was uh, reached over the weekend, so they have until Friday until that uh, grain export uh, corridor uh, deal is uh, is up. Uh, so Saturday morning, that uh, that becomes open season again. You know, and you know, going around the globe. I mean, obviously, we're lo- we're looking at you know people who are looking for food, and with this Ukraine shutdown, obviously, it's causing problems. You know, and you and you're looking at other aspects uh, around. I mean, you, the, the markets looking for exports. You know, trying to get down the Mississippi, which you know did rise a little bit. You know, so I mean, that's good news. But there's just it just seems like everywhere we turn, there's there's a headwind. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's always something that's uh, kind of holding us back. I mean, but it, it, the the nice thing is we can't really complain too too much about these prices uh, with all the all the problems that are out there. You know, whether it was the Mississippi or the potential for a rail strike, which is still imminent. There's still it's still out there. Um, you know, the the lack of demand in the corn market. It still does seem like we're holding these prices very well. So it's it, you know it's even though we're sitting about six fifty on the uh, on the December corn, fourteen fifty ish on uh, on on beans. These are still very uh, extremely elevated prices, and actually above uh, your your spring insurance and your fall insurance at this point. So, all right, now switching over to the livestock market. Obviously, entering the holiday season, that usually tends to to give us a little boost. But you know, with prices being what they are at the meat counter, a little better than they had been, but still not great. And with the the economic situation, I mean, what are people looking at, and what's the the forecast? You know, for the next couple of weeks going through that holiday season with the with the meat consumption. Yeah, it does seem like uh, we really haven't seen a heck of a lot uh, on the meat side of things. We've seen the Packers pay up a couple of weeks ago um, on the uh, on the. Uh 
cash uh, uh, beef side of things, um, but nothing that's uh, really gotten out of hand. They've never they've never really followed through on it. It's gone up a little bit and then it's it's leveled out, kind of like what the uh, uh, the market has done here uh, for the uh, the fats and the feeders. They've had a nice uh, a nice rally in early October and then they've just gone sideways uh, since then. So looking for that next uh, the next pop and usually that comes in about mid November to uh, to early December is when we start to see those markets uh, come back up. It's kind of the same thing on the uh, on the hog market where that uh, that market has uh, has gone sideways a little bit after a nice uh, nice run in early October. Um, as we go into early December, you do have a very well-known seasonal that uh, that pops this market up. The question is what's going to to bring us up and actually keep us going in that direction and right now um, we don't have that answer. It's a we haven't seen a whole lot uh, on the uh, on the beef or the pork side to give us a, a reason to get uh, that excited. Um, but you know, we always do uh, look for uh, potential uh, when it comes to uh, to exports. Uh, and you know, we are speaking with uh, with President Xi today. Uh, President Biden spoke to uh, President Xi today, so maybe there's some uh, some goodwill, some uh, some trade uh, that comes through uh, because of that. Uh, we can see some pork uh, start to, to perk up over there. All right, Greg. Well, if folks want to look at some market strategy options and, and want to talk to Allendale and get some ideas of what they can be doing here for the next couple of weeks and even into next year, how do they get in touch? Hey, give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. All right, Greg. Thanks for the insight, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thank you, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's run down those opening numbers for you. December corn down three and a half at six fifty four and a half. March down four and three quarters at six fifty eight and a quarter. January beans down ten and three quarters at fourteen thirty nine and a quarter. March down ten and a half at fourteen forty three and a quarter. November twenty three new crop down eleven and a quarter at thirteen seventy six. January soy meal dollar seventy higher at four oh five thirty per ton. Soy oil down a dollar and five cents at seventy three forty nine. December Chicago wheat down four and a half at eight oh nine and a quarter. Minneapolis up ten and a half at nine fifty six and a quarter. Kansas wheat up four at nine forty seven and a half. March oats up one and a quarter at three eighty eight and three quarters. December live cattle up twenty five cents at one fifty one seventy seven. February down fifteen at one fifty three ten. November feeders down a dime at one seventy six eighty five. January up a nickel at one seventy eight sixty two. Lean hogs for December up sixty two cents at eighty four ninety seven. February up fifty two cents at eighty eight ninety two. Pork cutouts are unchanged right now. Class three milk for November down a penny at twenty ninety seven. That's been a check of your opening markets. Thanks again to Greg McBride from Allendale for joining us today on the podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.